It's your boy Monty G here from the Mind the Monty Podcast, and welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm happy to finally be able to do this again. You know, I, I have to pick my spots. I'll explain more as we go, but it's been a while, so I'm sorry for anyone uh, who has missed us, missed uh, the Mind of Monty podcast. Uh, I also want to send my love to my co-host, uh, Mo, who honestly, uh, I always knew this day would come, where her important work as a medical doctor or as a resident, as now that's what she is now, uh, would trump anything that we're trying to do here at the Mind of Monty podcast. Uh, she will probably return at some point, uh, but uh, yeah, the podcast, as it is now, it's a lot of new things that's going on here uh, with the podcast. I'm in a tighter space. We don't have this nice, uh, you know, separate room from the rest of the house that I had doing this podcast in. So you're probably going to hear my daughter. Uh, I have to go ahead and just say, welcome to the world, Edie. She is here. Uh she has taken over the first month or so of my life, of I mean, her life. I, she's basically taking over my life, and you know, of course, my wife's life. But we, you know, we had to take a break. I'm glad we took it early because, man, was the the end of the pregnancy was different. It was new. Same thing with having the baby. Like all of this stuff has been brand new. But it's been an honor to, uh, you know, start this journey and. She's already helping me learn so much about myself and just about life. So, uh, yeah, man, Eden Ashanti Goss, I'm very, very happy that you are here. I probably shouldn't have said her government on the Internet, but I'm, I'm trusting you guys, my loyal audience, to not be weirdos about it. But we'll see. Who knows? Uh, maybe I'll have to edit that out because I don't know if I should trust you. Anyway, back to the show. Uh, you know, I have so much that I really would like to get into, you know, as far as wrestling goes. You know, we just are coming off the uh, awesome premium live event that was Money in the Bank. I've even missed Forbidden Door. I never got a chance to talk about Best of the Super Juniors. And, uh, you know, I would, I'm not going to lie to you and say I'm going to get into all of that today. But I am going to try to let you guys know what's going to be going on with the Mind of Monty podcast going forward, you know. Uh, this is going to be very, very new for me. You know, I've never really uh, been a, it's been a while since I've been able or been having to do the Mind of Monty podcast alone. And it's also been a while to where it's so much going on and so much stuff that's been going on in my life to where it's like, how can I guarantee that I would be able to do this at the same time? Have these out when I need them out, you know, and all of that. You know, uh, my daughters can wake up at any moment right now. And, you know, I would probably have to pause and edit through that, you know. So you never really knows. Uh, you never really know now what's going on. I just have to do my best to try to get this done and get as many episodes as I can in the can and about as many topics as I can. But, you know, right now, life update. Yes, we have moved from our old apartment. It was really, really good to us for a good two years. Uh, but now we're in another place. Uh, you know, we've moved about three hours south of where we stayed. So now I really feel like I'm from Louisiana because I live in uh, the, the part of Louisiana that's the real part of Louisiana now. At least that's what the people uh, in, in south Louisiana say. Uh, you know, if you're from the other part, apparently that isn't real. You know, you, you're just in East Texas or South Arkansas, however they want to disrespect <laughs> where I'm from. But it, it is what it is. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, so far, so good. You know, it's really, really hot here uh, where I live. But, uh, you know, I'll adjust. That's just what we have to do. We're going to have to adapt, especially for the next few years. And, 
most importantly, uh, the food is good. The people seem to be nice so far. And, you know, we keep to ourselves, so I'm not too worried about, you know, running into too many knuckleheads. But you never know. You always have to be prepared. But uh, so far, we're pretty blessed. We're pretty blessed to be here and have a, a quiet place where we found to live so we can raise our daughter, you know, and... It's, it's again, like I said, that's really the biggest life update. The biggest life update is being a father. The biggest life update is not only having this loud cat that you hear right now uh, to be the one that I'm responsible for anymore. It's not just him. It's now uh, my beautiful daughter, and she's been the light of my life. She has just changed things uh, tremendously for me. And uh, it's just it's crazy to me. Like, every decision I make now is considering of what, you know, she will allow. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing about this podcast. Can I guarantee that it's a weekly podcast anymore? No, I can't. I can't guarantee you that. Uh, and I think, honestly, it's going to be an adjustment period. How am I going to record these things? Are it's gonna, am I going to even be able to edit? I'm using new software. I'm in Adobe Audition now. I'm happy that I can finally use Audition and figure it out because this is what a lot of people use across radio stations around uh, the country and uh, different different podcasts, all of that use Adobe. And the same thing with Premiere. But, you know, uh, I'm on, it's all a learning curve. I want to start doing YouTube again. I want to do a whole host of things. Again, that I haven't been able to do with because you know because of you know circumstances because I'm a new father because things have changed you know this podcast right here not gonna be that long I can guarantee you I will try I can try to record it in segments and stretch it and maybe give you more of what you need or more of what you're used to but in all honesty you know how that goes. Uh, I really want to be able to give you guys the best possible podcast or at least the most interesting podcast that I can. You know, I'm thinking about trying different methods, having, you know, uh, maybe a host of guests, maybe some people from the Dubinar could help out with a couple of podcasts from here and there. You know, uh, I need to get into that. I didn't do enough features when it came to the Mind of Monty podcast. And I think now, you know, uh, with Mo out of the way, you you get comfortable when you have a co-host. You get comfortable when you have someone that you love talking to uh, as your co-host and all of that because it's like, oh, well, I don't really need this or that. I don't need to, you know, network when it comes to podcasts because I have someone who's going to be able to set me up or and I'll be able to set her up or we'll be able to just have a conversation. But now I'm only having a conversation with you guys. You know, sometimes I may just pose a question out there about when it comes to my thoughts and see you know, you may not hear, you know, that can be a place where while you're listening, you can reply if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Or you can send in messages to, uh, you know, mindamonty99 at gmail.com or something like that. Or just, you know, leave a comment on YouTube. Anything, you know, reach out. Go to at mindmontypod on Twitter. Send DMs, whatever you want. Maybe I can start interacting with you guys that way by asking questions. And stuff like that. You know, try to keep them wrestling related. But, hey, at this point, I've potted about a lot of things. I've tried to expand what this show can be about. Because it is the mind of Monty. And the mind of Monty in reality always changes. You know what I mean? Like, to be honest, it's always something going on. You know, I could make a whole podcast about what the hell has happened to Twitter. And why uh, I feel like I'm so old at this point, that I'm probably just going to stop using social media the way I used to. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm at that age now to where I think 
it's certain things that aggravate the hell out of me, and it shouldn't. Let's just be real, it shouldn't. But like for example, on Twitter, they didn't know. So it's people on Twitter who didn't know who the hell Yao Ming was. Like, oh man, what kind of height is that? And like, who, who are you? How old are you? Or some guy on Twitter who says Michael Jackson music is musically is overrated. And it's like this is when you realize you don't need to be on Twitter anymore. You just need to live in your your bubble, <laughs> or not even just in your bubble, but just live where you need to live. Uh, experience what you need to experience, but don't you don't care about what some guy on Twitter, some Mark or whoever it is has to say about anything. But anyway, uh, it's been a very very uh, exciting time in my life. A lot of things have changed, uh, and I'm I'm really really excited to not only for the future of this show, the format of this show, and uh, everything that it can be and will be. But also, I just want to say that uh, I'm very excited that, to be honest, that these shows. Or I will I will be able to put together a more concise show uh, than I used to. I don't think any of these podcasts now are going to be an hour or whatever, you know, until I get, you know, co-host or until I can get, uh, unless I have a whole host of things to talk about. And I, like I say, in a way, I kind of have that now. But again, I have to pick my spots. Like I said, my daughter in the background, I don't know if you guys can hear, but she's beginning to stir. So this podcast will definitely be cut short because of that, because I will have to go comfort her. That's just life as a father. I'm, you know, I'm doing the stay-at-home dad thing for now until it's time. And, you know, I will definitely be working because at this point, two incomes is always going to be better than one, especially when you have a child. And at the end of the day, she comes first. So this podcast will probably have another roadblock uh, in its way at some point. But I promise you I will do my best to get these podcasts out. I promise you I will always do my best to talk about whatever I feel like is deserving of my wrestling opinion. But also music, whatever it is that that I've been able to talk about over the last few years. And if you've been here the whole time, I really appreciate you. If you're new, please give it a shot. You know, I know maybe some of my old podcasts probably isn't, you know, in the same quality of of others or maybe, you know, maybe not be, maybe I don't have the, the constant, you know, comedy of your favorite podcast or maybe I don't have the thought-provoking, uh, you know, content that some other podcasts have. But at the end of the day, I do have, I do have something special that I believe everyone can listen to, you know, I, you know, without tooting my own horn to see what the podcast has become or see what the podcast has allowed me to do already. And I haven't even scratched the surface of how uh, good not only has the podcast be, but just even YouTube or even, you know, my platform. You know, I'm still trying to figure out what's the best way to distribute this podcast. How can I do that? And I think that's what I'm ready to, uh, that's the next step of the Mind and Monty podcast. You know, figuring out ways to grow and actually doing some of the things I used to say I wanted to do. You know, I, 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 I'm done. I'm past talking about certain things, and now it's time to put it into action. But speaking of talking about certain things, uh, the whole time I've done my podcast, Roman Reigns has been undefeated, never pinned, you know. And uh, you can you can say, like, maybe he had, like, the DQ loss to Seth Rollins. You can say – he had uh, moments where things, you know, came close in the past. But the Usos, Jay Uso to be exact, pinned Roman Reigns to end the money in the bank. It was such a cathartic feeling. You know, I don't want to give a – I'm not going to give a review. Uh, maybe I'll do one at some other point. 
Uh, I'm definitely going to do one for the Dubinar podcast. That'll be out before you know it. But uh, I have not, I'm not going to probably do a full-fledged review, even though, man, Money in the Bank was a good damn time. It really was. It just, it, from the from the Money in the Bank, the L.A. Night Show, because the, the fans in the O2 was absolutely insane. You know, from that point all the way to to the main event where they just gave Roman hell, you know, and he he played the perfect heel, and and again, uh, we even got a John Cena sighting in Money in the Bank where he basically kissed uh, London's ass <laughs> and try and tease a possible WrestleMania, which is something I'm pretty sure that people have been talking about for a long time. If it happens to be hella cool, the crowd is gonna be sick. You thought they had you thought they was having fun and money in the bank. Oh my goodness, WrestleMania. Man, the amount of drunks and the amount of singing and the party that that's gonna be, man. But I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know how actually true or at least how realistic a money in the bank or I mean not money in the bank, but a WrestleMania in breeding is. Now maybe it is, you know, after especially with what uh AEW's done with Wembley and, you know, sixty over 60-plus, 60 60,000-plus, you know, will be there uh, at Wembley Stadium. You know, I have to, you know, I have to say that was – that's also very impressive. I haven't been in here to even really talk about that and talk about how, you know, getting that many people to an AEW show, whether it's in London, hell, I don't care where the hell you at, getting 60,000-plus. You know, get in a stadium, that's big time, that's international. That's That just shows you uh, how good AEW has been doing also. so, uh, But I think it probably wasn't a real, I don't think WrestleMania was a real thought for uh, London or whatever until, you know, not only until Wembley, until AEW sold, you know, not really sold out Wembley, but, you know, 65,000 out of a 90-something thousand place just show you how many people be there and uh but i think wwe probably wants to you know trump that they probably want to go to wembley and do 90. you know i'm not saying they will or can but i'm I'm pretty sure that that's that's what that's what it will take but hey uh i don't know what's gonna happen it may it could happen it probably won't happen like i said because it seems like if you listen to what triple h said not so much what john cena was saying but what triple h said you, you know uh, triple h was basically saying cena ain't have much to do <laughs> at the time uh, also, you know, and he basically was saying that, you know, I know what he was saying, but he's that shot of adrenaline for the show. So, you know, that's what he was. He really gave everybody even more energy, even though I don't think they needed adrenaline, man. They were they were going crazy. We got uh, a turn that I never saw coming with Shayna Baszler just dropping Ronda Rousey out of nowhere. And now you have rumors of her actually leaving, you know, when her WWE contract is up. And uh, I have to say, it's been a very, very rough Second round, you know, the first round when she still had that allure and she still was kind of, she felt special. You know, I never forget the Triple H, uh, Stephanie McMahon match was, oh man, what a good time that was for Ronda and Kurt Angle. Uh, but since, you know, since her second return, just maybe some of the things she said has rubbed some fans the wrong way and, and it's just everything about it. I don't even think she's liked her her run, you know, injuries and the creative, you know. So we don't. I don't know if this is connected to that, and that's why Shayna did the turn out of nowhere, the skipping a few steps. No need to go. No need to tease it for months when she won't be under contract for much longer. I don't know how true any of that is. Who knows? She could be re-upping and be here for another two years. But I, I must say that uh, it was cool to see her in this format. 
And if she is done, unlike a lot of other people, some people saying we we won. I saw someone tweet that out. Like the fans ran her out of here, and I'm just like, wow. I didn't know it was that we were that dedicated to getting rid of Ronda Rousey. But hey, I you know some people you know you like who you like, and I'm not gonna uh, you know kill Ronda Rousey at all here because again it's tough to do what those people do, and the fact that she put her body on the line. And didn't that's never really had to because she was one of the fucking Rousey. You know, I, I I tip my cap to her and I wish her the best, you know. And I think her and Shayna, you know, at the end of the day, if they're not going to do a long dominant tag run and uh, and if she's really out of the door, I think her and Shayna can do something special with a legit feud. You know, I wouldn't have a problem with that because I think uh, if it's any if it's anybody who's going to get the best out of not only Ronda, but also if it's anybody who's going to kind of re- – kind of rekindle that that fire that Ronda had when she first came, when she was uh, debuting, I think it'll be Shayna. I definitely think it's a, definitely can be a, a good thing here. But we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. But we have new women's tag champions. Uh, you know, I'm, trying, I'm going off the top of my head of what I remember from the awesome show. You know, Riddle. Uh, Riddle didn't really ever have a chance against Gunther. But uh, you know, of course, so of course, going to dominantly retained. But then we got the return of Drew McIntyre, so that was dope. It was good to see Drew. A lot of rumors of his demise in WWE, possibly going somewhere else. But you know, like WWE, like Michael Cole mentioned, I believe those rumors were exaggerated. He is back, looking good. He's back and he's trying to challenge Gunther. I think they're both on Raw, so it makes sense. I think that's probably going to be the SummerSlam match. Who knows? Will Gunther's run in with Drew McIntyre? Will Drew fall like everyone else has? As I believe Gunther probably should pass Honky Tonk Man. I'm not sure how close he is to Honky Tonk Man, but if that's the case, I'm hey, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, no one's pinning Gunther. Hopefully until he passed that record. But hey, if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be that you know that big tough guy, the big tough Scott, Drew McIntyre. So hey, we'll see, we'll see. Will it be a Claymore or will it be the whole host? <laughs> of finishing attacks that Gunther has. We'll, we will have to uh, keep our eyes on it. Uh, women's Money in the Bank, EO Sky. Man, what a finish. Like, the match was great. You know, Trish Stratus bumping like she's like she needs to. Like, she don't have to bump. She don't have to take a, a fucking rock bottom manhandle slam through a ladder. She don't have to do that, but she did. Zelina Vega with a uh, great, not only a nice little nod to Amazing Red, who I think Michael Cole said is her cousin, there's also a nod to Andrade, who also did a sunset flip or a cold red through a ladder when he bounced Finn Balor off a few years back. And uh, she gave Zoe Stark that same treatment. Love that spot. And, again, I, I have to talk about that finish. You know, for some, I was wondering, why the hell Becky Lynch kept those damn handcuffs on? Like, why? Why would she do that, right? Well, it has something to do with the finish. That's why. <laughs> Uh, because Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark did try to handcuff her earlier, but of course they failed. But Becky Lynch later on appearing to try to, uh, you know, go to get the briefcase uh, against Bailey. They're fighting it out. Eos guy has a genius idea to, you know, handcuff them, uh, you know, in a, a lower rung in the ladder. And she cl- used Bailey to climb up, and victory is Eos guys. A very, very cool way. <laughs> For her to win this briefcase. And also, just, she's awesome. She's going to be great. I think she's probably going to take, or at least try to take Oscar's belt. 
you know, at some point, hell. And depending on where they, where they seem to be going with Oscar's belt, that might happen at SummerSlam. We could have one as soon as SummerSlam or before that because it seems like we're probably going to get a triple threat between Charlotte, Bianca, and Oscar uh, for her title. And uh, you know, and, you know that be that be the match I would make for SummerSlam. And uh, I would like Oscar to prevail, but it's definitely a big chance that she gets that she wins, maybe. But at the same time, gets wrecked by Bianca or something after the match. And then here comes Eos guy to put Thor Moonsault on it. But hey, hell, we also could just get a straight up challenge <laughs> from Eos guy at some point to Oscar. I'm assuming I'm assuming Oscar because I don't think they want to touch. Where Rhea has going on at all. I think Rhea's untouchable right now. She's probably gonna have she's probably gonna be next to Bianca's reign, you know, but I can't wait to see what they decide to do, uh, when it comes to that in the women's division. But, you know, congratulations. Uh I didn't mention uh the men's money in the bank, but uh thank goodness it wasn't Logan Paul. I could coming into money in the bank, I thought Logan Paul would make the most sense business wise if you wanna get eyeballs on the product, get headlines. Uh, so I I I, could, I was like, damn, don't do it though, because it's not the right move. I thought the right move was L.A. Knight, but that's just me being a fan. I, that's the one I probably want to see the most, and that's also the one I think people in London wanted to see, you know. But you know, Triple H said after the show, his time is not here yet. So hey, you know, we got to be patient again. Here we go, just like with Cody Rhodes, <laughs> have to be patient. But, hey, I'm not mad at Damian Priest winning. Like, if it's one any guy who I'm a fan of and anybody, any guy I think has a great chance of becoming world champion, cashing that in and doing it, because that's the thing. I was always – that's one thing about it. L.A. Knight winning, but I was like, where do you go from him? Because he lost too, he's lost already too much in his young career probably for anyone to take him seriously against Roman, even though you can catch a guy lacking with money in the bank. That's the thing about money in the bank. So, at the end of the day, do it, did it really matter what his record looked like? And then, again, same thing with Self. Do you really want to try to put a guy like Self who's getting really, really – getting the most over I think he's been as a babyface probably ever, and then you want him to go against someone like L.A. Knight? You know, I don't – yeah, I don't see that. But Priest, on the other hand, you can make an argument against – Either champion, really, you know, because not only has Judgment Day just been the big bads of WWE, but uh, he has history now with Seth. He's been teasing Seth after their match and, you know, and uh, the stuff going on with Finn. And then you have, uh, even though he doesn't have quite a negative history with the bloodline or with Roman, uh, I think he's definitely someone that you can just look at and be like, oh, okay, it's believable that he can beat Roman. He's a threat, you know, so... I think I think again. I don't. You can't be mad at that. I thought he was the safest pick going in here, and I just didn't predict that he would win. Dumb me, but hey, no problem. I love it. I went with my heart. I went with the fans. I went with the the one that's the most over, and I was like, that's just the right move to make. But hey, I cannot say Priest was the wrong move to make. And that's how you know you have a really good, not only a good lineup for your money to make ladder match. But uh, that's also how you know. I feel like you think you made a really good decision because, uh, you know, no one can necessarily argue against it either. You know, but anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, we had Cody and and Dominic, pretty basic uh, match. You know, I was surprised that they didn't do enough foolery or trying to screw Cody. Kind of felt like a house show, his match, but it was still fun. Still a lot of fun. Dominic didn't really have a chance, even though he had a few moments where mommy seemed to. Help him get in position to get an advantage, but Cody Rose was just too much. And man, that crowd loved him. Some Cody Rose, man, they really loved that song. And 
Yeah, they did a really good job. You know, speaking of that with the Usos also, man, they sung the hell out of day one-ish. I was like, wow, they were hyped. They were jumping in the crowd, had the Usos hype. You know, they, they gave Roman hell throughout the main event. Uh, it was just, oh, my goodness, man. I, I can't say enough about how great the crowd was, how great that main event was. I can't do it justice. It was just, you know, like they say, it's, it was it was movie stuff. It was so many callbacks to the Jey Uso, Roman Reigns feud. Uh, also, co- personal callbacks for, like, the very first time Roman was pinned in WWE. It was by the Usos or by Jey. In the, and pretty much in the exact same situation the way he got pinned there. Like I said, I recommend everyone go watch Money in the Bank. I probably didn't do everything justice at all, but that's kind of like my quick update review of it. You know, I, I would do it for Ben Dorwin. Uh, it was an uh, awesome, awesome night also, kind of like the week before this. Uh, but honestly, I would be pulling from the annals of my brain, and I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I'm going to get out of here. I can't believe I was able to get 25 plus done and, and you know, with basically no interruptions, you know. Uh, so I have to thank you, Eden. Thank you, my thank you, my sweet baby, for, you know, getting you some rest while I wake up super duper early with my cup of coffee. Let me take a sip. My cup of coffee. And I try to get this podcast out and, you know, just do something again. It felt so good to finally be able to do this. And just, you know, get this out. Whether I uh, end up putting it everywhere it needs to be put or doing everything that needs to be done, I'm definitely going to release it. But uh, we'll have to we'll have to figure this out, especially with YouTube. Because parts of this, maybe I do want to upload and try to get out of there, uh, uh, get out of here. But uh, it's really, really, really tough, in my opinion, uh, to decide on how I'm going to do this. One of these days, I'm going to set up my webcam. This 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 entire process is gonna be way smoother. I promise you. I'm not playing around, uh, but I'm just very very happy to get this done and just get something out. And, you know, even if it's just audio, I'm happy that I can finally be heard again. Finally speak to you guys, and uh, vent also a little bit. This is kind of like like I told you. This is my this is my corner to where I can sit back and vent. You're probably gonna get some parenting pods later. <laughs> You're gonna get all types of stuff from me. Uh, I'm trying to do my best here. And I hope, I hope, I hope that I can still be compelling enough for you with the right circumstances that even without my co-host, or even without a consistent person to go off of, uh, maybe uh, this show can still be great. And also, by the way, my co-host will return. Don't don't get it twisted. Uh, Mo will definitely still try to find the time in between her, you know, her schedule and all of that to try to return because she needs this too. You know, you, you remember what was going on in this show and all the K-pop and all the other stuff that we get into, television and all of that type of stuff. I promised you guys like an avid elementary season thing uh, review, and I let that whole season two go by and did not do a good job of getting that done. So who knows, maybe by, maybe we'll be able to do something with that eventually. Uh, our classic pay-per-view reviews, I sit back sometimes. I have a lot of time when I'm just holding my baby and trying to soothe her to sleep or Whatever it is I'm doing, watching TV, whatever I'm watching on television while I'm taking care of my child, uh, I'm sometimes watching classic pay-per-views, WWE, whatever, even New Japan. I will start doing some of those reviews just to have some content out there for you and have a different perspective where, where, where it's not always me, uh, you know, trying to 
keep up with headlines or trying to keep up with what's going on currently. AEW added an entirely new show. CM Punk is back. That happened <laughs> while I was gone. And he's he was he had an awesome match with Kojima in Forbidden Door. Uh, you know, of course, Omega and Osprey. Perfection. All I have to say. Perfection. Just physical, uh, beautiful forty minute theater, if you wanna say, but it's like a different type of theater than what Roman has been doing. It's just one of those theaters of combat, if is the best way for me to put it, because that's what it was. It was very, very uh, awesome to watch. Same thing to go with Okada and Osprey. I mean, Okada and Osprey. Okada and Danielson. Awesome match. Even if Danielson broke breaks his arm, um, it was tough to to watch him still try to work through it. Man, he's a tough bastard. Uh, but he made Okada tap, and that just again, it had that just shows you right there. AEW must be doing awesome with New Japan when it comes from a relationship standpoint, because uh, man, to for them to be able to trust you guys. To make their guy, the guy of New Japan, the guy in Japan, lose a match like that. Even against a guy who I think everyone could tell was hurt. Uh, man, that's just the ultimate vote of confidence. And just it just shows you that they really, really like what they've been doing. So, yeah, man, I have to say uh, professional wrestling is an awesome space. That's one reason why it was so hard to get a podcast out. It's, just, it's always something going on. Always something hell. Mercedes was a champion before we stopped and then you know she's been injured and gone a while now after losing uh you know losing her opportunity she lost her belt to Mayu Iwatani awesome match by the way against Mayu Iwatani the icon of stardom but uh she also uh was fighting Willow Nightingale for the belt and just unfortunately had a tough injury and what is it? I mean she finished the match but I think that they called her audible and Willow got the victory and there we are, new open, uh, you know, women, the first open, wait, no, is it open? Is it even open? But anyway, the first women's strong, I think it's open weight, but anyway, the first women's strong champion is Willow Nightingale, who's, who I love, by the way. She's awesome. Uh, can't wait to see what else they do coming when Mercedes return. Julia from Stardom is now challenging, uh, you know, Willow. So will Willow even have the belt when Mercedes return? Can we get Mercedes and Julia? God damn. You see what I'm saying? Like, wrestling is just hot. It's very, very hot right now. across or Everywhere, across the board. Japan, you know, Europe, <laughs> America, everywhere. You know, when they go to Saudi Arabia, dude, he's been killing. Like, just, it's just everywhere that they go, it's been just awesome, awesome wrestling. And uh, it's almost impossible to keep up with. And I think that's one reason why I was tough. I've never done a Ring of Honor review. I don't watch it regularly, but... You see what I'm saying? I got so many options now. So it just it really feels like I'm doing you guys a disservice when I don't have content out here. So I'm going to work my ass off to do whatever I can. Sneak through the night or the early morning to get these podcasts done. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, I thank you for listening to the Mind of Monty podcast. I'm surprised I was able to get this much out. But, uh, it, again, I'm very, very fortunate that I uh, – that I'm able to do this, that I have a platform of my own to where I can just do what I want to do, talk about what I want to talk about. And I just hope you guys continue to listen and support. Uh, again, thank you for everything. Subscribe to Mind of Monty on YouTube. Uh, like I said, I, I work on probably getting a clip of this out. A lot of times it's, the tough part is what can I put on the screen because I don't necessarily like uh, I haven't, I didn't, I haven't started recording myself quite yet, but eventually I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to do something because 
I want to be able to consistently get clips up. And the same thing goes with, uh, you know, even even graphics and stuff. We're going to have to get better at a lot of things now as a creator to try to put out the best possible content. But again, I thank you guys for listening. It's the Mind of Monty Podcast. It's your boy, Monty G. You know, uh, follow me. Follow at Mind Monty Pod on Twitter. That's where you get all your updates. If you did, if you already on there, you probably already got this link and you probably listen to the show that way. I appreciate you. Uh, if not, like I said, you know, send it to a friend. Tell everyone, you know, uh, if you, and uh, thank you again. If you listen to this right now, you listen to my entire first podcast, the first podcast in a while, all along one and two, first podcast since becoming a father. Papa G is probably not the name I'm going to go by, but that's what I'm going by uh, right now. So until I come up with something better or Edie gives me a name herself, this is what's going on. But anyway, I just want to say, you know, at the end of the day, some things are more important than even the things that you love the most right now. And you won't know it yet, but man, just wait. Wait till you feel that feeling of just unconditional love. She can do no wrong. She can be screaming. And just like middle of the night, I don't give a damn. I love my daughter that much, and it's not just. And again, I don't. I'm not patting myself on the back about that. Uh, that's what I supposed to do. But it's, it's, she makes it easy. Everyone makes it easy. My lovely wife, Mo, do your continue to do your thing. I know you're gonna be an awesome resident. I know you're gonna be an awesome doctor. I've been on this journey with you every step of the way, and I ain't going no damn well. I'm, I've gotten comfortable, so. Anyone else wants to uh, try to get in on this, I'm sorry. You're going to have to deal with a, a big fella who will knock the shit out of you. Yeah. In your first podcast alone in the wild with a threat. Uh, I love you guys. I love this show. Thank you for this. Uh, yeah, man. Adios.